0: Present Kenneth Williams, Clement Freud, Peter Jones, and Andre Merry in just a minute. And as the minute waltz fades away, here to tell you about it is our chairman, Nicholas Parsons. Thank you. Hello and uh, welcome to Just a Minute. Well, once again, we have four experienced players of the game and I'm going to ask them to speak if they can for just one minute on some unlikely subject without, of course, hesitation, repetition or deviating from the subject which is written on the card in front of me. And again, according to how well they do it, they will gain points or their opponents will. And let us begin the show this week with Kenneth Williams. Kenneth... Always a good one to start any show, but can you talk this week on relativity for
1: 60 seconds, starting now? It just so happens that this is a favourite subject of mine. I think it would be true to say that we associate the name Einstein invariably with the word relativity. Because it was his theory which out-newtons, so to speak, the previously held ideas on this subject. You see, he...
2: Peter Jones has challenged you. repetition of subject. I agree with your challenge of
0: repetition, Peter. You therefore gain a point, you take over the subject, there are 33 and one half seconds left.
2: (laughs) Relativity starting now. Well, I'm not going to challenge anything that Kenneth Williams has said about Einstein or relativity. I think he put it extremely well. It was unfortunate that he did repeat this one word. But apart from that, I think he got the facts more or less right. Now, this was perhaps the biggest contribution that anyone had made to scientific thought in this century. Now, the atomic bomb and the hydrogen,
1: same thing, was also... Uh, uh, Cairns, William... Deviation! Neither of these subjects are to do with the theory of relativity. The atom bomb and the hydrogen bomb, what's he on about? He's discussing nuclear fission. Nothing to do with it. (laughs) Yes, but the problem is... Don't There's you? no but the problem is. It's yes, that's a that is the problem. I should have it back. He pinched it off me and I hadn't even got down to discussing it. He just said he thought you did it brilliantly. Yeah, well, I hadn't. He can't <laughs> accept a compliment. It goes in <laughs> one <laughs> ear with him and out the other. <laughs> With your, no. I,
0: I think you have a very good challenge in the fact that he's now gone to do nuclear fission and so forth. Yes, um, that's but right. But at Nicholas. the same time, who is to
1: say? Uh, who, who indeed? Except yes, you. Oh, no better that, than you that, to that say that love. Einstein's... You're a lovely chairman. You know your onions, eh? <laughs> oh, <for laughs> Earth, on him. Well, all right. I think this audience <laughs> this audience has
0: just freshly arrived. I'm sure that they are all keen to hear you go a little
2: longer on relativity. So they may I'm... not be clued up on relativity.
0: No,
1: that's audience. what I'm anxious to do. Exactly. <laughs> well, right. well, I'd like you to carry on. Thank I'm you. I'm quite happy. Well, um, well, that's
0: very kind. You helped me out of a difficult problem, Peter. You're being very generous, very sporting, very gentlemanly, uh, because it's a debatable decision, but I give it the benefit of the doubt to Kenneth a point in three seconds.
1: Starting now. Well, the Einstein theory discards the Clement Freud challenge
3: of time. Repetition of Einstein. Oh dear, oh dear.
0: (laughs) Clement Freud, you get the point and the subject, and there's one second left starting now. Einstein. We've heard the whistle being blown by Ian Messiter. It does tell us that 60 seconds is up. Whoever speaks when the whistle is blown gains an extra point. This occasion it was. Clement Freud who has a lead at the end of that round. Peter Jones, will you start the next round?
2: The subject is being thorough. Will you talk on that now for just one minute, starting now? This is something that you really can't be too particular about. You must get all the information you can, make a study of the subject, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Go to a library, borrow books if you can, get postal courses, find out from friends whether they know anything about it. And then, when you have acquired as much knowledge as you possibly can...
0: Uh, Andre Mellie has challenged. I think there were two knowledges.
3: I not no, no, no. No, no, I, I don't had, remember you had had several acquireds, but not two knowledges. Yes, it was too late for the acquired now, but no. the knowledge was there.
0: You, you had this impression of great yes. knowledge being acquired, yes, yes. so you thought he repeated it. Yes, he yes. didn't. I disagree with the
2: challenge, Andre, and there are 38 seconds on being
0: thorough, starting now.
2: And then get all the ingredients around you in the room, clean it up, and really sit down with the books that you have... Uh, uh,
0: Peter, Clement Freud is
2: challenged.
3: Repetition of books.
2: Yes, I'm afraid You did have a book before,
0: and so we've had books before. Being thorough is now with you, Clement, and there are 29 seconds left starting now.
3: What I like to be really thorough about is my boots. I put them on every morning after taking them off each night, and I lace up each shoe both to lift. Uh, Peter Jones's challenge. Well, it, boots and shoes.
2: He, he yes, if he puts a... his boots
0: on, how can he lace up his shoes? <laughs> yes.
2: Well, he might, but I mean, it would be very eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very genius. I agree with your challenge, Peter. You have 15 seconds on being thorough, starting now. I, on the other hand, place my footwear at the bottom of the stairs, and beside them, I push. Uh, Clement Freud's challenge.
3: Hesitation.
2: Yes,
0: only hesitation. just. It, yes, was a, it, was a, it was a tough one, but I think it was just enough to be, a, a hesitation. And there are seven and a half seconds on being thorough with you, Clement, starting now.
3: Pants, vest, shirt... Ty uh,
0: Kenneth Williams is challenged
1: This is an inventory of clothing It's nothing
0: to do <laughs> It might be an inventory of clothing But it might this have something The is good...
1: being thought out Well, we don't care. know so He's only been he's going doing. for
2: two or three seconds So he.
0: we but don't
1: he only know. got
2: five more seconds to go He hasn't time to prove that he's talking about precisely That's very
1: exactly. exactly. good Thank point, you. Peter <laughs> Yes But Peter wasn't challenging You were
2: Yes, but it, I was just uh, seconding
0: his challenge. Yeah, you're going to third it, Andre?
1: Yes,
0: yes. Yes, doesn't yes. make any difference. I disagree with it.
1: Right. Oh. There are <laughs> four and a half
0: seconds with you, Clement, on being thorough, starting now. Read uh, your book. Uh, Andre Mellichana. Yeah, uh,
4: yes, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Three and a half seconds. No, that's right. Three and a half seconds on being thorough with you, Clement, starting now.
3: Digest your homework with the utmost... <whistles>
0: They're all trying the Clement Freud trick of getting in just before the whistle. On that occasion, it wasn't successful, Andre. Clement Freud increased his lead to have a commanding one at the end of that round. But, Andre, we're now going to hear from you because it's your turn to begin. The subject is fillings. Would you talk on fillings for just 60 seconds starting now?
4: His eyes were full of delight, and his face was close to mine. My mouth was open at the time, and he breathed. You've got the most beautiful gold inlay I have ever seen. <laughs> and he was absolutely right, because I may have pearly gates in the front, but at the back, it's a kind of Aladdin's cave. It's the expensive kind, because I once got
0: caught with a gold... Uh, Clement Freud has challenged. Why?
3: Two kinds.
0: Hmm. Yes, alas. Kind.
3: So, Clement, you have the I think it's a mistake to have women on this show. I think I...
0: (laughs) And the women think it's a mistake to have you on the show. Uh, There are 36 seconds with you, Clement, on fillings starting now.
3: If you get two pieces of cake, then what you find between them is often known as a filling, whether it be butter or cream. If it contains nuts or pistachios, almonds or cherries, fruit of any kind whatsoever, sometimes refreshed with liqueur, at other times moistened with wine... Uh,
1: Kenneth Williams is challenged. Well, I was going to say times, but of course mm-hmm. the first was sometimes, so I'm absolutely ruined. One word, is you've said before, you've been... Yeah, what a shame. But I'm uh, sorry, nighttime.
2: Clement, I do apologise. Will you accept that apology? Why do you have to apologise? He gets a point for a wrong challenge. Yes, I
3: will accept it. <laughs>
0: the the
2: apology, and he's got the
0: subject he has 15 seconds left, filling, starting now.
3: If you grasp a chicken in your left hand and force some breadcrumbs into the middle of it...
1: <laughs> Kenneth Williams, that's well, complete deviation. The subject is fillings, not getting older chickens. And <laughs> well, if you I got
0: a chicken with poor, your left hand, the hand the and, If you got a chicken in your left hand and forced something into its inside, you certainly be filling it, wouldn't you? I don't think really to be quite fair that he
2: was deviating from the subject of the card filling. So, but well, he, he did has, repeat yeah. about the putting it in the middle of the chicken yeah. because he he talked about. But that about wasn't Kenneth's challenge, unfortunately. No, it, it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> now, because Kenneth got in first, and I have to be accurate. Oh, I see. <laughs> what a pity. I'd no idea. I've never had any impression that you were accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I will there find an opportunity some... to
0: get back in you on that one. <laughs> there are eight seconds left now with you, Clement, on filling, starting now.
3: This is especially true in the case of dead late lamented or deceased birds because where they live. <laughs> All
0: those horrible thoughts that Clement aroused in our minds with his fillings uh, took him further into the lead at the end of that round. Kenneth Williams, will you begin the next round? The subject, Luxor, or Luxor, (coughs) as some people say, would you talk on it for 60 seconds, starting
1: now? Well, I don't know why they gave it to me. I suppose it's the one on the Nile they're referring to. In Egypt, it used to be called in the ancient days, and there, of course, Amenhotep built the great temple to Amun, and many of the later rulers of Egypt put this... Uh,
0: Clement Freud has challenged
1: twice. The repetition of Egypt.
0: I'm afraid so. You had mm. Egypt more than once, yes. Ian Messeter gives you these lovely historical subjects, but, alas, you often repeat the salient words in them uh clement a correct challenge 36 seconds on luxor starting
3: now i was very privileged to have been invited by the egyptian tourist office to visit luxor last christmas (laughs) and i enjoyed it enormously although the temperature was inclement or to put it another way (laughs) in the high 90s One of the most beautiful trips you can take is from Cairo, down the river Nile to Luxor, in a boat which... Uh,
2: Peter Jones has challenged. I thought he was up the Nile. (laughs) I suppose it's the way you think.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because you're going up to the... um... No, no, you're going down to the... You're
0: going down on the map, but you're going up. Um, yes. up the
3: river. I was going down on the map. No, you are
1: not going on the, down map. the, up the river. river Going up the river
2: you It's you go up to Scotland or, or down to Scotland. And not even the Egyptian tourist office can get you against the stream, you know.
0: They no. can't...
3: <laughs> if
2: you're going from
0: Cairo, you must be going upstream. Therefore, you must be going up the river and not. If you look it on the map, you'd appear to be going down, but I agree with Peter's challenge. You're actually going up because you're going upstream. Luxor is now with you, Peter, and there are seven seconds left starting now.
2: Luxor is one of the many cities that the Egyptian tourist board has never invited me to. <laughs> and I don't expect they probably they ever will. <laughs> Peter Jones was then speaking when the whistle went,
0: and he has gained that point for doing so, and he is now very definitely in second place. Clemmerfroy is in a commanding lead. Andre Mellie and Kenneth Williams are hardly in it at the present moment. Peter, will you begin the next round? The subject, What I Do in a Crowded Train. <laughs> He's thinking about what he does in a crowded train. I've given him time for thought, and will you now talk on the subject for 60 seconds, starting now.
2: What I do in a crowded train, not very much, because, of course, it's terribly dangerous. When I find myself on a tube which is crowded at the rush hour, and I'm standing, holding on to the strap... And I find that my nose is a few inches away from the nasal organ of someone else. And they happen to reveal that they've watched me on television the night before and didn't enjoy it. I do find it acutely embarrassing. And I have to read all the advertisements about blackcurrant pastels and curious office jobs that are always being advertised on these conveyances. Now, when one's hands are occupied with the strap, one has to, um... <laughs> 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 well, they're enjoying it. Andre Mayer, you challenge.
4: No hesitation. Yes, 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 I'm sorry.
0: Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I was... Uh... Peter, I have to agree with Andre's challenge. So there are 12 seconds with you, Andre, on what I do in a crowded train starting now.
4: What I do in a crowded train is something that Peter Jones, Kenneth Williams and Clement Freud couldn't possibly manage. I look pregnant. And then... <laughs> if...
0: uh, Peter Jones has
2: challenged. I frequently look pregnant. <laughs> Tried, uh, I've tried slimming biscuits, but the, there's no question about it. I do have this enormous swelling. Uh, I do have dizzy spells early in the morning. Well, you see, what particularly a, when I get up terribly quickly. What a difficult decision for you to make,
0: because while we all know it is impossible for Peter to be pregnant, who cannot say that Yes, he that I'll grant you that.
2: No.
0: <laughs> It is possible for him, perhaps, to say that he looks pregnant. In fact, pound people do say, you know, jocularly, you know, you don't half look pregnant. They well, do, they so, yeah, do, yes. yes. And, and well, they're not all...
2: being all that jocular very often. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: perhaps
0: they're not. All right, Peter, I think we will give you that challenge, because it was a very good one. And you've got in magnificently, with only two seconds to go, what I do in a crowded train, starting now. It gives a new meaning to that phrase. <laughs> Peter Jones was then speaking when the whistle went. He gained the extra point. Andre Mellie got a point in that round. She's now got one in this game. And <laughs> Kenneth Williams has got one point. Uh, Clement Frey, will you begin the next round? The subject, the family economy size. That's a nice subject to talk on, and will you go on it for 60 seconds, starting now?
3: The family economy size is a name given to a large packet in which what you spill you don't pay for. It's really just.
1: Uh, Kenneth Williams' challenge. Deviation. In which what you spill you can't pay for. I mean, this makes no sense whatsoever. In which what you spill you can't. I have never heard anything. <laughs> Actually, Kenneth This you large s- pack in which what you spill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in
0: which if you If you say it like that, in which what you spill, it does sound very devious. Of course it is devious. In dramatically
1: which? devious, I'm afraid. So therefore the subject goes to me. How many seconds left? <laughs> How many seconds left? Put yourself he together. How many keep... seconds? Oh shut up! <laughs> I think that, that he we're
0: keeping going under pressure. It is difficult sometimes with grammar. I wasn't I tell you pressing what. him. He had no pressure on him at all. I know you were very generous to him a little while ago. I think he will be generous to you now because he has a commanding lead and you've only one little point there. So <laughs> we'll let you have the benefit of the doubt and the subject, The family economy size. Kenneth, 50 seconds <clears> left,
1: starting now. The family economy size should be just two
3: children. The other... Uh, Clement <laughs> Freud is challenged. I'd like him to have another little point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: are going to give him the family economy size plan. Mm. You have 46 seconds on the family economy size,
1: Kenneth, starting now. You hear a lot today about the family explosion. And there is a great deal of apprehension that sooner or later there won't be a cupboard in which you can stuff any of your progeny or your proclivities, depending on your inclinations in that direction. Now, if you've got a gomphosis... Then you're really in <laughs> the. <laughs> the has ch- challenged. Repetition
2: of gomphosis. <laughs> <laughs> he did say it earlier on, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: How not mentioned says gomphosis. gomphosis all yes, the time. I thought
2: he'd said it earlier. I have, I have him.
1: not mentioned it on this show. This audience have never heard gomphosis before, have yeah. you? No, nobody's.
2: I misheard No, then before. it was a mistake on my part. I misheard it. I misheard it. <laughs> mm. it sounded very like it.
0: <laughs> Sir Clement Kenneth gets another point for a wrong challenge. Of 14 and a half seconds, the family economy size starting
1: now. And the chair occupied by the head of the family, traditionally known uh, uh, as the uh, carver because uh, of its arms. Um, Peter Jones's challenge. A repetition of family. Yes, we've had fam- It's on the title of your great knit. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to quote the title, aren't you, you the title? fool? But Pull he's yourself he's together. He's gone. Funny and easy.
2: <laughs> the title is
1: just a minute. <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
0: The subject is the family economy size, which you can repeat. There you
1: are, yes. you fool, the Wait subject. Wait a minute, you fool. Uh, not fragmentarily. Really. I...
2: You can't fragment it, can you? Well, you... He has used the word family outside the context of the subject uh, on uh, the Twice, card, twice. And now he has repeated family. I know he has. So therefore, so I, I agree am with... The... It's all right, Now yes. I
0: agree with you. <laughs> so you have a point
2: for a correct challenge, Peter, and you have 11 seconds, the family economy size, starting now. I've taught my children math. Mathematics by taking out the contents from these large packets and weighing them and working out how much it costs. And you often find that they are much more expensive than the smaller packets.
0: The fun that Peter Jones must have at home... <laughs> But, André, we're now going to hear from you, because it's your turn to begin. The subject is secrets. Uh, Sixty seconds on that, André, starting now.
4: Secrets are really very frustrating things. The whole point about them is you're supposed to keep them, and the great fun is to go right away and tell them to somebody else. For children, secrets are very dramatic. I remember having hot, sticky faces pressed up against my ear, my hair pulled back, and a whispery voice going... And telling you that Patsy Wilde hasn't got her knickers on. And <laughs> don't you ever, never go and tell her no, you say, and cross your heart, and off you go right away to that Nicholas infant and tell her what you've been told. Uh, Peter goes.
2: Jones, a challenge, a repetition of tell. She's, has uh, Yes, telling, you, uh, she told, that's right, yes. and
0: then you, she tells again. Peter, you listened well, and you got in with a good challenge, and there are 20 seconds on secrets, starting
2: now. Well, I'm not going to reveal mine until I can't get any other kind of work, and then I'm going to write a book about all the people I've met in this business, and shall probably reveal the secret of Kenneth Williams and what we did behind... <laughs> uh,
3: Andre <laughs>
4: was a very kind of a hesitation. Yes, well, that was just a tactful
0: pause. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. <laughs> yes, because he thought he might have to reveal it, so he paused. Yeah. But you are not allowed to pause in this game, uh, Peter, so Andre has another point. there are three seconds on secrets, Andre, starting now.
4: Grown ups like to have them, too. They start by saying. <laughs>
0: Andre was then speaking when the whistle blows, And she has moved forward at the end of that round, but she's still in fourth place. <laughs> Kenneth's in third place. Peter's in a very good second place now, but Clement Freud is still in the lead. And, Kenneth, will you begin the next round? What a lovely subject that Ian Mess has thought of for you. High spirits.
1: Mm. High spirits, Kenneth. But you talk on that for 60 seconds, starting... Well, lo- I suppose this could you refer to having a drop of something or other on top of Everest, or it could mean being ex and full of infectious joie vive a bon o' me, or what you will, will-o'-the-wisps Sometimes has been referred to as this kind of thing. Of course, there is a spiritualistic attitude, I believe, whereby they manifest these things, ectoplasmic and all stuff goes all over the stinking place till you feel as though someone's brought their attic for breakfast, you know, into the room with them, and the smell, it can be atrocious. I was at one once, and it was... Absolutely revolting because this woman said she had a, a message from the other <laughs> side, and she kept saying, You will cross water! I thought, well, that could mean anything. I'm standing over a pavel, couldn't I? I mean, be <laughs> all this. Like, you're lucky sandwich still in your salmon and shrimp. Oh, you're lucky stone is galls. I thought, well, that could mean it. Clement Foyer's challenger. Repetition of lucky. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes,
0: this woman's going you too me lucky things. Your lucky puddle and your lucky sandwich spelling and all that. Uh, Clement Freud, you got in very cleverly just before the whistle. There are only two and a half seconds left. High spirits starting now.
3: Whiskey, gin, rum, brandy.
0: I'm afraid we have no more time to play just a minute. We do hope you've enjoyed it, because we've had. (laughs) Have you enjoyed (laughs) it in the audience? If you just keep very quiet, I would like to ask our listeners if they've enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it, listeners? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for answering back down your telephones, listeners. <laughs> See them all shouting at the wirelesses, and you took out the call. Ladies and gentlemen, I now must give you the final score. <laughs> I must say that's the funniest thing's ever happened, asking the listeners, and you all in the audience shout. Andre Merry after winning magnificently the last time you were with us, you finished up with three points. We love to have you here. You do jolly well, but you didn't do quite so well this week. Kenneth did uh, quite well, but uh, all those Luxors and things, you know. And Peter Jones, you did very well. You did very well indeed. You, you, you got ten points. You did jolly well. But nobody... No, no, no. They, it, wasn't, it wasn't worth a clap. <laughs> but uh, Clement Freud is once again the winner, Clement Freud. Ladies and gentlemen, we do hope you've enjoyed this edition of Just a Minute. From all of us here, goodbye. The chairman of Just a Minute was Nicholas Parsons. The programme was devised by Ian Messiter and produced by Simon Brett.